It is, and we're live. Nice. We yeah. It's great. Hello, everybody. How's it all going? I'm good. Well, you guys yeah. fine? Been all right. I'm on break right now, technically. Oh, yeah. What What? Uh, just a s summer break? Got out of school? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, September, that famous time when you get out of school. <laughs> What's yep. crazy is like down here, all the kids seem to start school like mid-August. Dude, I don't get it. It's so mm. weird. I don't get it. Growing Th up, that, that's school the case never up started ever, including college, high school, never started until the day after Labor Day. Yep. True. I had a bunch I had a bunch of people in uh in like up here that said like they started school in August. My mom even said she taught classes in like mid-August. I was like, what is going on? Like I would use the rule of thumb like a week, like maybe a week or like a day or two after Labor Day was when you would start school. Labor Day yeah. was usually the market that you had to go back to school, which is why it usually sucked. Yeah, yep. it was like September was school time. August is still summer break. I don't get what's going on. I don't know what I, I, get, it feels yeah, like I get. I get into school earlier. Yeah, it, it's like <laughs> slowly earlier and earlier. And like sooner or later, we're going to be like 50 years from now. Kids are going to be like, what's a summer break? Oh, you know what I mean? They're just going to be like, oh, next week I'm in the next grade. It just keeps going. Which, wow, you know, I'm I, I like summer break as much as the next person. But in terms of like preparing you for real life, that's just kind of how real life works. You don't get a summer. Yeah, break. yeah, it's true. <laughs> I so. guess but you, you get two weeks off. Usually if you got like a nice job, maybe at like vacation time, you do get vacation time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, But, but if, if you're only like, um. Like, a, if you're not salaried, if you're like an hourly person, you don't get vacation time. That comes out of your wallet. Uh, that's never been. I've always gotten vacation time every place I've worked. Even like when you were doing like a like, yeah. you know, like in high school when you had like a teenage job. Oh, no. But that's, I, that's what I'm saying. Like I, A lot of people have okay. those kind of jobs. I guess. Yeah. I, I just don't want us beating this nonsense into kids <laughs> this early. Like, let them actually have some fun. Oh, for sure. Like, the, the world yeah. crushes them. Yep. Yeah. I mean, true. Honestly, though, like, if you could swap it, if I could have the break now, I would definitely use it a lot better than whatever teen Sean was using it for, which was probably just nonsense. It was, for me, it was definitely video games. So it's not like anything is really different. <laughs> I'm just saying I would have I would appreciate the break more now than I would have as a kid. But yeah. Anyway. Um, I was in Oregon all weekend. Oh, right. Because you went to the last blockbuster. I did. I brought I brought some show and tell. You have show and okay. tell. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, I got some show and tell. Yeah, I didn't get all the show and tell. So let me let me kind of just set up the story. Mm -hmm. I went to Oregon Um and because we primarily wanted to go to Portland, but I was like, we're going to stop. We're going to take a detour to Bend because uh, one, it'll make the drive up on Friday shorter. Uh, and two, I want to go to the last blockbuster that's in Bend, Oregon. The air quality in Bend was some of the worst air quality I've ever had. It was at 275. Now, for those who don't know the air, what the air quality numbers the are like, last one. zero is the best. <clears throat> A hundred is like you should close your windows now. So it was 275. It was pretty gross. Everything was real smoky. There's some fires going on in Oregon, which is just great crazy. But anyways, Saturday morning, 
We go to the last blockbuster. I cannot ex- tell you how cool it was driving up and seeing the sign on the like, here's all the things in this strip mall and having blockbuster there, like a faded blockbuster sign. And then actually like parked in the parking lot. You know, we took some pictures out front of the building. Um, they have just like a bunch of merch in there for you to buy. So things I bought, the thing I brought was a sweater. Trump it on camera. Then on the left side, it says the last blockbuster on it. <laughs> okay. Nice. Pretty good. All right. Right? And then on the uh, like bottom of the sleeve, there's a little tag sewn in here that says "Be kind, rewind." Okay, nice. I don't know this Cute. Rewind your shirt. Keep that in I, mind. I also got a shirt uh, that's in the laundry at the moment, but it just has blockbuster across it. On the back, it says "Be kind, rewind." Um, I got like a pair of like blue blockbuster sunglasses that say "blockbuster" on the side of them. And then like bend organ on the other one. I got like a, a sticker for my water bottle. I picked up a Blu-ray copy, uh, a used Blu-ray copy of uh, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar, um, which on the thing, it says Blu-ray plus DVD and DVDs crossed out because I guess they want to sell that twice. So I got the Blu-ray copy of it for six bucks, but I just wanted to buy a movie and I like that movie. So, OK, yeah, it was cool. It Like they're still renting movies, you know, kids movies, 99 cents for a rental. You know, they still got late fees and stuff like sure. It, it was very cool being in an af, an actual blockbuster. And they had some like old movie like uh, there was a poster of a uh, hook in the window. That was cool to see. Mm. Um, it, that is definitely like a real cool thing. I highly recommend it's it's kind of out of the way because like Portland's like a good three hour drive from there. So it is definitely not close to like a city you would actually go to, but. Uh, it was very cool going and, and and getting a picture with the sign out front. So I was pretty happy about that. Um, but yeah, then I spent the rest of my time in Portland. It was great. So, super hot out, uh, which I loved. So that was nice. That was a good time. Any uh, particular reason you were there or just visiting? I just want it was a long weekend. I like Portland a okay. lot. So I was like, hey, why don't we go to Portland? <clears throat> we invited some sure. friends. So we all drove up together. Cool. Uh, yeah, no, it was great. X cloud didn't work for shit on that drive. <laughs> yeah, that was unplayable. So I was like, good thing I brought my switch did not bring my charger for the switch, though. Oh. So I had to be kind of cautious. <laughs> with it. Luckily, like my switch case has a built in battery, <clears throat> so I was able to give it one full charge. Um, Unfortunately, that, it, that didn't last the whole 20 hours of driving up and down. But yeah. It's okay. I watched some of the Castlevania season four. I'm like halfway through it. That's a great season. There's a lot of action going on. That's a okay. That's good to hear because three kind of took the wind on my sails a little bit. I actually really like three as well. Um, Three's not that great, but but, uh, four has a whole bunch of action right from the get go. Um, So so that's been pretty cool. Cool. Um, But anyways, yeah, you guys do anything fun in the last week or so? No, not really. Just just my usual game and stuff, really. And just taking a break from streams. Right on. Uh, Paul, did you watch the latest What If? No, but I know it's uh, Zombies. Marvel, Marvel zombies, zombies was one of yeah. my favorite series growing up, so I'm okay. excited to look, watch it at some point. Cool, yeah, I enjoyed it. Although there is definitely a moment in there where it's like, what are you doing? Double tap, and then it comes back, and it's like, come on, guys. What are you doing here? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so you'll I hope kind of I hope it. I like it. Uh, the thing I liked about Marvel Zombies in the comic book is it got kind of dark, and I don't think that this will go as dark as that did. But we'll see. 
Yeah, I mean, people definitely get messed up in this one, but I don't know if it's like dark, dark. Right. So, so yeah, yeah, you'll have to decide. I didn't read Marvel Zombies, so I don't have a comparison point for you there. There, there is sure. some messed up shit. Even if somebody's just seen things online, like the actual comics, really messed up. I don't think this should yeah. ever go that far. Yeah, that's what. Uh, yeah, no, there's no way on Disney Plus. There's no way they go as far as the comics. <laughs> yeah, but I'm excited to see it nonetheless. Okay, um, well, let's do the top down perspective for September 9th. Nine nine. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. Sean Booker. <coughs> uh, I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Happy Dreamcast release anniversary, everybody. And woo. Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. woo! <laughs> I like both those things. I'm in. Those are both <laughs> things that exist. Some might say yeah. it's the it's Brooklyn Nine-Nine Day. One subreddit okay. might say that. Oh, okay. I like that show. Um, okay, what, are oh. we, what who's got what? Uh... Let's get, John, you got one game here. Let's get that out of the way. What have you been playing? Well, I, I got two games, technically. Uh, <laughs> so, right uh, last week, I got into heavily into something called combo randomizers. So that's where they take uh, other the games and game. they just they, they mix items around. So right. the one I like to do the most is A Link to the Past and Super Metroid together. So the items for Link to the Past could be in Super Metroid. The Super Metroid items could be in Link to the Past. And uh, everything is randomized. You can jump between the games, between a random room that's set up in the game. And uh, you have to juggle through that. But one thing that's been around for a while, but one thing they started doing recently were uh, co-op randomizers. So what happens is multiple people join your game and any item you pick up, everyone else gets. So the idea is you all work together to basically clear one game. So we've been we've been doing a bunch of those nightly and they've been a lot of fun. They've been nice stress relievers. Just a bunch of us together just trying to figure out where like the important items are to move forward in either game. Uh, some of us just focus on one game over the other. It's just been a blast. Nice. Nice. What are some other like combos that are out there? Uh, I know that's the most popular one, but I know that apparently there's a couple other ones that they've been doing with Link to the Past. I don't know if anyone was pulling my leg or if it's real, but I heard something like Hollow Knight. Also, also connected to Link to the Past, like a bunch of weird games you wouldn't expect. I could see is that. it always Link to the Past? Link to the Past apparently is just the most versatile one. It's the one that's got the most work done on it. So, okay, cool. Are you gonna try and find more of them? Maybe I don't know. I just I was just really in a Super Metroid mood, and uh, it just hit the spot. So, I'm more than likely after the podcast, I'm gonna go play one. So, right on. Nice, <clears throat> Paul. You've been playing some new stuff. I have been. I'm trying to pick away at three main things right now, uh, all a little bit. Starting with uh, the Ghost of Tsushima DLC, the director's cut uh, primarily, and then the Iki Island DLC that comes with it. That thing is really, really cool. Uh, it adds oh. a whole bunch of backstory with Jin and his father. Um the island itself is, I mean, it's just a new area, but a lot of really cool things going on there. New, some new enemy types, a new kind of weird, like, voodoo villain type lady that, like, does weird shit to, like, fuck with people's minds is kind of, like, the crux of what's going on. And there's, like, a new uh, enemy, a shaman type enemy that kind of buffs other vill- other enemies around so 
it's a cool new dynamic that you have to worry about, new thing to worry about. Uh, yeah, it's just more of that game, and it has way more important backstory stuff than I thought it would for kind of like a DLC thing, like a oh, lot yeah. of origin story stuff. I'm excited to get to it. I feel like I've betrayed that game as, you know, it was my game of the year last year and, and they gave me more of it and I, I need to get to it. But the yeah. the flood of games has completely drowned me. Um, yep. So, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm barely hanging on. Um, but one question, do they give you any kind of tutorial to remind you how to play this game? Uh, no. So what I did is as it was downloading i went in and did a few like take back like a uh, town thing or whatever i just okay. like screwed around in the game too it took me about half an hour to get my legs back to a point where i felt comfortable enough and then i got my shit kicked in and then i got okay at it again yeah where does the like what's like kind of the difficulty scale of Ikea between Island? act two and three because oh, that's three. when you can access it so it's man, I wish 13. like I have yet to see a single game do the Hey, you haven't played for a while. Let's give you a quick refresher. Like, yeah, people have been asking for this forever. I haven't not a single game does this, which is they, insane. They kind of expect that you are decent with like the stance dancing and stuff, too, because like right from the get go, it's just like here are shield guys with double swords and spears and they switch between them. And like, yeah, I don't, I don't even remember <laughs> something to do with the square button. I don't, yeah, I have no idea. Like. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so like, I'm not going to give away story stuff, obviously, but one of the whole like ways this kind of works, uh, so that you're not completely overpowered is your clan, the Sakai clan, is hated in Iki Island because of like your father and the samurai and stuff like that. Uh, because of like what happened in the past so because of that Jin can't like wear his Sakai clan armor which is like the super powerful one that gives you more showdown attacks and just more health and shit like that so they kind of do like a pretty decent job of giving a reason why you're not completely badass right from the beginning but you still it's still one of those games that it doesn't really matter what you're using because it's more about parrying and dodging and attacking with the right stances at the right time anyway and that's all very much like they expect that you know that going in for sure they this is not like a oh hey you're back let's uh ease you in this is you've been playing for 20 hours here's another thing to kick you kick your ass so yeah no and that's and they should expect like oh this is going to bring people back who haven't played it since last year so yeah i don't get why developers don't do that is there plenty of scenarios where I can wear the correct armor and kill seven dudes in a standoff? Can I still do that? Uh, uh, I think you can only kill up to five without the Sekai clan armor. And you don't get to use that? Uh, not. Uh, I mean, I'm not near finished, but not currently because he's trying to hide who he is. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because, like, that's, that is still such a cool thing in that game when you do those standoffs. Yeah, that's still in there. Um, okay. It, I I wish that those other two were available because there are situations where it's just like, oh, there's 10 guys. Great. I'll get rid of almost all of them. Oh, never mind. I got rid of half. Yeah. <laughs> so I still Does have to it still do with. boss fights where they stare each other yeah. down and yep. like click the. Oh. 
There, the there is a straight up. No, there's at least one other because I, I mean, I'm still digging into it. I'm only maybe five hours in. Uh, there's at least one new armor set with like a whole mystery that you're uncovering and the cool fight and all that sort of thing in it. This game is there's so cool. A, Man, there's new abilities that I've only got one. You get one right at the beginning and it's a horse ability, which is kind of cool because they don't really give you a horse ability in the main game. That's true. Uh, Yeah, it's just more of that game. Like, and it's it's DLC. It's expanded upon. It's an expansion and it's very, very good. I can't wait to get back into it. Nice. Yep. Me too. Uh, maybe more importantly, I started Psychonauts 2, uh, Ooh. the ne- the day after, actually, I played a bunch of the DLC, and, uh, I got to where, I'm guessing where you said, like, things have opened up for you last time, I think I'm at that point, I basically, I've met the family, the family came back, and, yeah, like, that's where it opens up, I, when you're, when you go outside I, of the mother lobe. Yeah, and I got a, bu- a whole shitload of side stuff I can do now. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to that point. I, so, you know, yeah, I just finished it uh, like yesterday, but I, I okay. would love to hear what you're thinking about it. Um, It definitely, like, it's been so long since I played the first one. It definitely just feels like a better version of that uh, right from the get go. It f- feels tighter controlling. Uh, It still does like the wacky. Actually, it starts off on a really good kind of crazy like adventure into uh, I I can't remember his name now. No. Well, yeah, the doctor's like mind slash mouth thing yep. or whatever. That's a yeah. gross area. Like, Completely <laughs> disgusting. It's, so yeah, many it's really teeth. Great. There's like a whole bunch of tongues. The the thing that got me were the teeth zipper doors. It's just oh. <laughs> I yeah, you know what that reminded me of? It like reminded it. me a bit of those like <clears throat> flesh doors from the medium. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can All see I'm that. saying is that is not the last time you're going to deal with weird like mouth nonsense. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It is very double fine in a way that I haven't played a double fine game in a while where it is that wacky. Uh, it's unleashed like Schaefer and team doing crazy stuff with no like real budget that they have to worry about and the big boss fights and yeah it's very very cool really really good looking a few stuttery problems here and there uh nothing to write home about really um and it's all cutscenes. nothing in the actual gameplay feels bad it's a pretty smooth gameplay but yeah it's i guess like if i had any problem with it is that i think there is too much to collect in it and like it to the point where it's not a collectathon because there is very much a game focused around the platforming and kind of the story that's going on but there is definitely collectathon level stuff to pick up <laughs> so, yeah and, it, and it, if you want to collect stuff there's a lot to collect like you'll get into areas and it's like all right this this area has 250 drawings around there and it's like oh my god what? and that's one of the things to collect in that that's one of them yeah. Yeah. yeah i i found myself not really like caring I, I never like went back to get stuff yeah you'll definitely I'm get into same. areas where you're like on a slide or whatever and it's like crap i missed a drawing yeah shoot um and you do get the ability to to replay mines at some point i yeah. just i just didn't care too much um i agree 
the like bag tags. I didn't really go in my way too hard to find each one of those. Yeah, for the emotional baggage. The thing the you definitely baggage. want the thing you want <clears throat> are those um I can't remember what they're called. They're memories basically, though. Memory banks, maybe, something like that, where you beat it up and then oh, yeah. it those ones apparently I got like all but one of them. Uh, so uh, those actually weren't too hard to find. Um, those are story specific too. So that's the yeah. only one that I've really been like cognizantly. Okay, I want to get all of these that I can find because uh, those are just cool. It gives you some backstory. There's one about um, oh my god, I can't remember her name now. The teacher, and you kind of find out in her backstory she did a thing that you did in yep. the game, uh, which is basically messing with somebody's mind to the point where it fucked them up completely. And, uh, yeah, it's just kind of cool little tidbits of information about these characters that you wouldn't get any other way. That game, can it stays really cool the whole way through. Every area is so unique. Uh, just inventive. I, I want to say everything involving Jack Black's character is probably my favorite part. Which one's uh, Jack Black's character? You haven't met haven't. Jack Black's character yet. Okay. Um, and I don't want to, like, spoil stuff because there's kind of fun twists with his character. Um, okay. But he has a series of levels that I think are just like kind of like artistically the best ones. He's also just he has some really funny lines. Um, and the game sticks the landing like it, it's okay. a really nice story about like emotional baggage, you know, m- mental disorders. The, the game kind of changes like it starts out being all about Raz becoming a psychonaut. And it, pretty close to where you're about it, it shifts to being like, oh, we're actually going to go into the backstory of all of the six like heroes and how they're actually like these damaged people that Raz <coughs> is going to help try and fix one by one so that they can fight a bigger evil and stuff like that. And it's like a it's a it's like a, a personal and just really like heartwarming story for each one of them. Um, so I've already kind of started that there's uh one of the characters, his mind is split into three different sections or whatever. It's kind of like this. Yeah, he's pretty funny when he's split up. Yep. Uh, and I did one of the three, and it's just like, oh, this guy has shit going on. Yep. Like, you're basically putting together a shattered mirror that he's looking into, but he has no face. Oh, yeah. Uh, Which of the three did you do for him? Uh, I started with the barber one. The that hair one is weird. Everywhere. That's a weird stage. <laughs> If you yeah. liked kind of how weird that the hair one gets, you're going to like the rest of it because they do some weird sure. stuff. with Yeah. 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 No, it's very, very cool. Uh, the few things that I feel like, OK, this isn't spoilers, but like if anybody didn't want to know anything, maybe like pause for him or mute for like a couple seconds here or something. Um, The one character whose mind you're kind of like in the first like messing with or whatever and you're kind of like changing the different thoughts to like basically go on a mission or whatever yeah, the second stage yep yeah i was just like thinking to myself this is kind of fucked up and unethical like should we be doing this and the game actually like really deals with that in yep. a good way at the end of everything where it's just like what you did is like fucking terrible (laughs) like you should actually not do it but they don't like it's not the tropey thing of like everybody hates raz forever now because he did a bad thing they kind of had like a moment with it they kind of talked about the severity of like 
changing the way people think and like messing with their mind and why we help the people with their problems, not like fix them, fix the problems for them or fix their thought patterns for them or whatever. Like it's very uh, well done in that regard yeah, already. The, the, the whole game kind of good. continues that thread of like it's it's like surprisingly thoughtful. Yeah. Th- this game. And I just <clears throat> feel like this game is just like such a kind of warm blanket. Like I'm so happy how this game turned out. Yeah, it's very, very good. I'm very impressed. Can't say enough good things about it. I can't wait to get back to it. Uh, lastly, uh, New Metroidvania came out, so I had to try it out. Uh, called Fist Forged in Shadow Torch. Heard uh, about this game, yep. You'll, if you watch E3 stuff like we do, you'll remember it as that weird side-scrolling thing with a bunny with a mech arm behind him that he uses to oh, punch that it. came out wow okay. that came out yeah just so, on playstation right yeah P- ps4 and 5 only. i think it's coming to everything eventually but it's only out on yeah it has a steam yeah. page yeah it's a timed exclusive i would call this game if you like metroidvania games this is probably above average but like not spectacular um it does a lot of the standard things that you want in Metroidvania. You get a good map that shows you where you've been, uh, kind of blacks out all the parts you haven't been yet. If you there's a door you can't enter yet, you'll kind of like mark it with an easy to decipher thing of like an ability that when you get it, you can go back there. It'll give you a percentage of how much of that map you've uncovered. There's secrets to find. And yeah, it's all of that stuff. The thing I think a lot of people that I've seen have gripes with is that they don't like how the game moves and plays. And I can kind of see why it's not very fast moving and it isn't a hack and slash. It is more when you it's more combo based and you are buying combos, which means that the beginning of the game feels kind of shitty because all you're doing is like a, a light, light, heavy attack, essentially, for every single attack you do. But eventually you'll be buying combos where you're doing like punching a dude up in the air and then like air juggling him and then smacking him down and doing a heavy finisher or like an execution move. And it gets actually pretty cool eventually. Uh, took about an hour, though, <laughs> until that really started uh, becoming a thing. There's more platforming than I think I like for how it moves, but you do get a double jump and like a dash and an air dash and stuff. So it controls fine. It's just that there are slow moving parts where you are very slowly going through it because you have to kind of like hide behind a. It's a forced stealth section and it sucks is what I'm getting at. It kind of kills the pacing of like this game is being fun and now you got thrown in jail and all your stuff got stolen. So you have to do a giant stealth mission and that sucked. Uh, it took the wind out of my sails pretty heavy for a bit there, but yeah, I like the combat. There's a lot of, uh, decent bosses and cool boss designs. One of the bosses is basically straight off Contra, I swear, because it's just like a weird computer thing with three nodes and those nodes shoot at you and you have to blow those nodes up before you can hit the main like thing, uh, main node that ties them together. It's straight out of Contra. And uh, there's a bunch of bosses that are pretty basic, but kind of cool to deal with. One of them's just like a giant mech dog dude with like an electrical baton. Uh, the whole basis basis of the story is you are a furtizen 
which is a furry citizen or whatever, because these are all anthropomorphic animals uh, as people. You are a bunny that, I don't know, has seen some wars or something, like a veteran uh, that fought against these mechanical hounds that are kind of like, I don't know, like a fascist regime or something. And uh, there's a story unfolding with another character that you knew back in the war and like your buddy's a bear that is a mechanic or an engineer or something. He makes stuff. There's a raccoon that a raccoon. I think it's a raccoon like Kung Fu master who helps train you, which is basically just he gives you the ability to use these little terminals where you kind of buy upgrades and shit like that. Uh, It's okay. It's definitely a, (laughs) it's kind of a shitty thing to say. It's definitely a cheaper game. Like it's a $30 us game. Um, and not to say that like necessarily money or the price of a game equals how good it is, but it's what you would probably expect for a $30 Metroidvania game in 2021. A little, a few problems here and there, um, with how it plays, but overall it's probably, it's above average, I would say. Uh, how far into it do you think you are right now? I have two out of three main weapons and three out of four sub weapons. So, so I you, think you, you don't think there's gonna be that much more variety is what you're saying. I, I would say I would assume I'm at least over 60 percent done and I played it for about three hours or so. So it seems pretty short as well. I've already kind of had a first encounter with who I'm assuming is the big boss because it was one of those fights that you don't win. It just starts a cutscene when you get to a certain point. So I'm pretty sure we're kind of getting there. But yeah, I don't know. It's totally competent. If you're hurting for Metroidvania, go for it. Um, Metroid Dread comes out in a month. So like that would probably be the one to wait for if you're not super into them and we'll play all of them. But uh, I think it's totally okay and again that's fist f-i-s-t uh with periods in between each which is how i had to find it when i searched it or forged in shadow torch as well is uh, how long to beat has it at 14 hours at 14 wow okay maybe you just get maybe everything just and then savvy. it's really long uh i'm wondering if you get everything and then it's just like a bunch of story stuff <laughs> Like after that. Yeah. That's all I've been playing. All right. Well, uh, other than finishing Psychonauts 2, um, I started up World Flipper. uh, And I have not played a ton of it yet because it is a gotcha game that Mm -hmm. is heavily in that genre. You're combining swords into each other to get a better sword to equip to someone that you got out of a pull. The game can play itself for you if you're too good for that thank um, god imagine playing your own game Ugh. yeah uh so i i've i haven't played a ton i'm i'm hoping i'm not going to drop off of it but i'm currently struggling with the whole like it's really easy at the moment and i know they're doing that because i'm really early on and they want me to feel yeah. like a big boy so they're giving yeah. me lots of stuff they're making me super powerful and i'm just worried i'm gonna hit this 
this switch where it's going to be like, oh, well, now you're not dying easily, but it's not a matter of skill. It's a matter of I haven't gr- grinded enough or I haven't paid enough because this is yep. a gotcha game. So you will. I'm, yeah, I, I'm doing my best to try and go through the urge of pl- it's a gotcha. So ignore it. I'm trying to I'm trying to get past that and play some of it because it has it has a cool presentation. It's it's a fun mashup of the genre. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Anyways, that is out so, if people want to play that. What made you pick it up? If you want me to ask that. It was, I was just seeing some hype around it and, you know, I like, I like pinball. So I was like, oh, you yeah. know, it's, it's been a while since I actually played a bit of a gotcha. I'll give it another try. Maybe this one will do something for me that the others haven't. It's free. So why not? Yeah. yeah and I always um, heard good things about it. Like I know a couple of friends who played the, the Japanese version, like before it was yeah. even in English, they were just like, yeah, no, I got enough to figure it out. But, uh, yeah, that's all I knew about it. It's just, it was generally well liked. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, this is just kind of not my genre, so it's a little hard for me to get into it. Um, you know, people like, yeah. what was that Nintendo one? Dragalia? Which one? Legend yeah, which of Dragalia? One? Was that oh, Dragalia Lost. Lost. Dragalia Dragalia. Lost. Like, people yeah, seem to be one. way into that one, too, and I bounced off of that one after, like, an hour or two. Is it the... It's just the gotcha mechanics, basically, right? Of, like, knowing that you're going to have to put a lot of time or some money into it just kind of turns you off immediately. That, that turns me off immediately for sure. Um, and then the specifically with this one is the, the pinball seems really easy. Like when your care, when your characters, if you don't hit the flipper, they just take a bit of damage. Yeah. So the pinball aspect of it is just kind of like, like I bet I could beat it just tapping the screen and not looking at it at the moment. Yeah, probably. And I'm and I'm assuming it's because like, you know, like most free to play games, they're they're making things super easy and they're giving me lots of unlockables right at the beginning. And then once I hit level 10 or whatever, they're going to flip the switch. And I hope it isn't just like, oh, it's the same pinball. It's super easy. But now the enemies just hit you really hard and you're playing without five star people. What are you even doing? I mean, I spoiler alert is going to do that because yeah. they all do. That. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they do. I'm playing yeah, so four I'm gotcha games right I now, and they it. all did that recently. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You say you're playing four gotcha games right now? Jesus. I dude. am. Mega Man X Dive, Contra Returns, uh, the Near Reincarnation, and a new one called Dislight that just came out as well. Dude, you got to get clean, man. This is a problem. We're going to no. come to the show next week with letters that we each of us wrote. That would be great. Um, on a happier note, I've played through about three quarters of the Artful Escape. Okay. And this game is extremely cool. Um, this is I, this is another Annapurna joint. Um, so it's already got my attention. It just came out today. It's on Game Pass. It might be on some other stuff, but if you have Game Pass, definitely check it out. This is like a combination of like Psychonauts with some like oxen free kind of stuff in there. Like the UI design and how you interact with everyone looks like straight out of oxen free. But kind of the visuals look like something from Psychonauts like two, for example. <clears throat> but you play this kid named Francis who he's in a small town in Colorado and he wants to be a folk singer, a folk. Yeah, I guess a folk singer, a folk band. A folk. 
wants he wants to be one of the folk. Uh, his mm-hmm. uncle was a was a famous famous folk singer, and so he has a bit of pressure on him to like live up to those things. He's not very good at playing folk music, but he's really good at playing the electric guitar and just spitting out sick metal guitar solos. Okay, and then he gets abducted by aliens, voiced by okay. Mark Strong and Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> and uh okay. carl weathers is there and he's really great like it's annapurna they got the connections they're putting the voice actors in there um sure. jason swartzman plays like essentially like a brain in a jar that wears a cape um and he's the right hand man to carl weathers is captain of the ship that abducts you anyway and they say they say to the kid you know, you know, what's the problem? He's and it's all about how he feels like he has to live up and his life has been chosen for him, but he doesn't really think that's what he wants to do. He feels like there's another path and clearly the other path is he's got to be just spitting out sweet metal guitar solos at all times because he's he's the best at that. And you get to make a stage name for your character. Uh, I went with they give you they give you a list of adjectives and then they let you type in what you want as the name. So I went with the deadly dead lasso. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, I thought, was, I thought it was all right. Um, and whenever uh, a character says your name, they'll say the deadly, and then just like a guitar chord will play because they didn't obviously write voice lines for every name, like it's sure. Sports of Horizon or something. Anyway, <laughs> the way the game plays is it's a side scroller with some light, some very light platforming, but you're pro- you're primarily moving left to right. If you hold down the X button, you'll just wail on your guitar the whole time, and it'll play along with the music of the stage. And every every stage looks absolutely gorgeous. And you don't have to wail on your guitar. I don't know why you wouldn't. There's a few reasons why you should always be wailing on your guitar. One, it activates the scenery around you. So if you're wailing on the guitar, getting the better music, the game will start looking better. Like things will start glowing. Animals will start moving and flying past you. And keep in mind, you're on like space planets. So like weird, like flying turtles will come across you if you're wailing on your guitar and stuff like that. Second thing, you get a double jump. But if you start wailing on your guitar after your double jump, you get a third jump as you as you hit that first note and you get a little flourish off your character. So it's like, what are you even doing? You should always be holding X. Um, It's just really cool. And it does the really nice thing that you get from like like a Mario or, or an Uncharted where it's like, hey, we want set pieces here. There's like a new the whole game is basically set pieces. It's basically a three hour game. And every about five minutes, you're going to be in a new area of the planet doing some new kind of obstacle as you're easily kind of moving across the screen and the music's changing and stuff. And then the boss fights are really cool. It is a rhythm game in the sense of it's kind of just as Simon says, the boss will just kind of like light up in different sections and you just have to hit the face buttons to, uh, and correspond it. And you start playing music with the boss fights and the bosses are like giant shrimp alien things with like five heads and stuff like that. It's such a stunning looking game. Uh, I actually tweeted a couple screenshots out because there there was literally one point in the game where I just wasn't even moving because I was just looking at all the cool background stuff. And I realized, oh, I I can control this. I should keep keep going. It's stunning looking. The music's pretty great alongside of it. Um, And it's got some fun writing as well. Uh, So I can't recommend it enough. I'm I'm, like I said, I'm about three quarters of the way through. I'm looking forward to wrapping it up uh, tonight or tomorrow. But that's the Artful Escape and it is on Game Pass. Uh, so you should definitely check it out if you have access to that. Yeah, cool. 
All right, that's all I played. Let's do some news. Um, Sony had a big live stream today. Yes. Yeah, they announced this like last week or early this week, and it was getting kind of hyped up more than your typical live stream. And I feel like they delivered pretty well. Did anyone watch this? I did. Yeah. I saw some of the announcements. Paul, do you think this was a pretty good live stream? Uh, yeah. Um, I I mean, it's the style I like. There's not a lot of weird talking bullshit in between. It's just one after another that something to look at, essentially. Yeah, and I think, like, more importantly, some, like, real big games that we would have loved to have seen more, along with some actual, like, surprises that make you go, wow. Um, yes. And, and we'll get to those. Uh, we have an article we'll pull up here that we're going to go through. This is not in order of how the show went, but it's kind of in order of, like, I don't know, biggest to smallest. Uh, they showed off some gameplay for God of War Ragnarok and showed some actual, like, story stuff, what's going on with the characters. It's all I've wanted since they've shown that title. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to like some some key for this trailer that stuck out to me. Um, your son looks a little older. He looks like he's a bit of like a, like a preteen now. So some time has passed. Um, mm-hmm. Kratos is going up against some big boys. There's some big boys in that trailer. Um, mm-hmm. That the severed head is back. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. I don't know what yeah. did, what did you, you said you were you liked this trailer what was sticking out for you Um I thought it was cool that they like showed an actual giant uh in the form of they're looking for tear and that's cool cuz that just got the stupid Norse mythology nerd in me like going uh this I don't know. It's just they keep cutting between a whole bunch of different parts and during the like combat stuff. Just seems like some cool new locations we're going to be visiting. Obviously, the whole like story of Ragnarok is coming, and this is kind of like the winter and the lake being completely frozen over. The like wolves that are pulling you on a sled and like everything about it is just like, yeah, this is that game again, but new. I'm so fucking in. Like this is exactly what I wanted. He throws the axe and then it comes back to him. It's it's hell that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. There was like a quick moment. I didn't look. I didn't. I need to like rewatch it. But he like kind of like activated the axe or some kind of like power with the axe before hitting something. Man, it looks cool. They teased Thor again. Because yep. <laughs> why not? Reminding you. I mean, yeah. that's a that's a cool ending, man. Yep. From the first game. Yep. Uh, moving on. They announced Spider-Man 2. Oh, my Hell God. Yeah. I scream. I actually screamed. Hell, Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Hell and yeah. Uh, Miles is there. They're both there together. And then guess who else is there? Venom. That was so weird because there's like the voiceover going on. I'm just like thinking, who the hell could this be? Because I don't Craven. recognize the voice. That, that sounds so much like Craven the Hunter. Does it? Yeah. That, it, the, people are yeah, thinking like, it's going to be Craven and Venom. I guess so, but yeah. when like you hear the growl, I was just like, "There's no way." And then, yeah, there it is. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Here's the bummer: is that Venom movie was so bad. No, I'm not as excited for Spider-Man movie. Two as I should be. What? <laughs> what? I'm just saying, like, if 
that that Venom movie sucks. And there's no, another one coming out soon that I'm going to see. Very soon. Yeah, that it's in like a month. You have so to see it. It's a comic I gotta book see movie. It. Yeah. I can't not, yeah, I can't not see it. And it's like I mm-hmm. should be excited for Venom. Venom was cool at one point, but now Venom I just get a bad taste in my mouth. No, Venom's always cool. You're just completely off base. You you got to watch that movie. Have you seen I that did. movie? Yeah, multiple times. It's one of my favorite comic book movies. Are you kidding me? No, it's one Are of the best. Are you being serious right now? You're talking movies. about Venom from like yeah. 20 what? Was that 17, 18? 18? Yeah, something in there. Yeah. Great movie. That oh my god. I'd heard some people liked it. The bit I saw it seemed all right. I wanted to watch it. I just forgot. Movie's to. good. Okay. Well, teach their own. I personally think it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Okay. Um, but he's going to be in Spider-Man 2. So maybe maybe it'll be a, a cool Venom again. Well, I, I assume it is not the same Venom. It won't be the same Venom. <laughs> like it's not yeah, maybe it'll, maybe it'll be Spider-Man like 3 Venom. That was a good Venom, right? There you go. Perfect. Hell yeah, Topher I'm Grace. Just, I'm out Bring here. Back. I'm just a boy asking a developer for a good Venom. That's that's all I'm trying to do. Just can someone give me a good Venom, please? Uh, what else do they show? S- Knights of the Old Republic remake announced. Yeah, uh, until I see action of it, I don't care because I this was announced for me on Twitter. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, the, the trailer, they didn't really show much um, other yeah. than there's a guy who has a red lightsaber. Does that get you going? Uh, I mean, that's the, Isn't that like, a sizable amount of characters in KOTOR one. I'm telling you everything yeah. I know about the KOTOR. I was going to say it's literally the like original KOTOR char- or box art character. I can't remember what, but it's that again. It's the red, like almost Boba Fett ish mask with the hood and the red lightsaber. It's literally the same. Uh, I saw on Twitter there's going to be a timed console exclusive for PS5. Yes, it will be on PC as well. Uh, okay, this next announcement was an actual shocker. Insomniac and Marvel yeah, doing a Wolverine game. Hell yeah. I was not expecting that. Was not expecting that. I just saw a t- tweet from Keeley saying, like, Insomniac is like the saviors of next gen at the moment. They've already put out two games and have announced two more games. Yeah. Like, holy smokes, but this is cool. Like... If they do for Wolverine what they did for Spider-Man, that's going to be an incredible game. Yep. But like like Spider-Man's 2023, so that's two years away right now. Uh, yeah. And there was no date on this one. So the question remains, like, are they, did they announce this too early? Well, I don't What is too early? What does that mean? If like, I can't play it right now, I'm mad. <laughs> no, if they're willing to say... 2023 for for spider-man and they didn't put a date on this one does this mean 24 25 i I guess Mm. man dude they just put out two games in less than a year so like give them a break okay i i'm not i'm not giving them crap i'm just being like dude like calm down like that's what i'm saying insomniac like you got you got some good like feathers in your cap already you don't need to like fucking pluck a whole wing that's what every other first party studio under Sony is saying right now to Insomniac. <laughs> Can you please slow down a bit? Yeah. You're making us look bad. Yeah. Naughty Dog's over there being like, God, what are we going to do? We haven't even put <laughs> one out on the PS5. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, that's gonna be really. cool. Uh, let's take let's take bets. Chances are he says fuck off. Yeah, he did it once sure. in first class, and that scene is is so good. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. Well, you think the better question is, who do you think they're going to get to voice Wolverine? That like, is an interesting question. Probably not Hugh Jackman. You think they get Steve Bloom? Because he's done a bunch of the cartoons. Yeah, maybe. Yuri Lowenthal again. <laughs> Guy's got range. Yeah, he does. It would be so weird if they got like Nolan North and be like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> you would just hear Nolan North there. Yeah. Um. Please no. I doubt he'll he'll say the F word in this game as much as he should, unless they do like a like one time thing where it's important. I still don't they, think they do would it. do it once. They would do it once. I, I'd i be surprised, but. That's that's the that's why that scene in first class is so good. Um, all right, we got a new hack and slash game called Project Eve. They showed this pretty early on in the thing. This kind of just looked like Bayonetta a bit. But less yeah, break dancing, got, but just as much like hair and ass shots. I got Bayonetta and Nier vibes from it for sure. Looks really nice though. It definitely looked yeah. like, a, is this a platinum game? It's not. But right. this looks cool. Um, so again, the Project Eve, new, new hack and slash. Then we had to listen to Tiny Tina talk about uh, the next Borderlands game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming March 25th. I don't know. I'll, I'll probably play that with the uh, audio turned off like I normally do. <laughs> uh, we got Forspoken was shown off again. Uh, that looks like a pretty cool game. The environments look pretty great. Yeah, that game looks really good, except uh, the facial stuff when they were talking seems like it maybe is still being worked on because everything else oh, yeah? is like popping. That stuff is like, oh, OK, it's pretty okay. bad. I didn't notice that, yeah. but I'll take a word for it. Uh, we're getting an Uncharted 4 remaster that includes Lost Legacy in there for PS5. Sure, those are two great Uncharted games. Uh, more importantly, it's also out on PC now. Like, they're officially... Well, not now, but it's coming out on PC, for as, PC well. as well. Yep. So and that's called the Lost Legacy that. Collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some more Rainbow Six Extraction. I don't you know, care. That's still coming out next month. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this next one, this is the first gameplay. This was also announced earlier in the week. Alan Wake Remastered is real. Yep. I, I'm i going to play that. I think that with HDR is going to be really cool. I'm very looking forward to that. That comes out October 5th if you yep. didn't have enough games to play in the next 30 days. Um, I yep. think it's a budget title, though. I think it's like half price. So thank God. Um. But yeah, I like Alan Wake quite a bit. Yeah, I've been waiting for something to bring me back into it, and this seems perfect. Yeah, you can buy coming that off right that now. control high, being like, "Man, Alan Wake, yeah, um, yeah." This is also the first time it'll be on PlayStation consoles. Yes, true. Uh, so. It is forty dollars Canadian. Uh, they, that Grand Theft Auto Five is coming to the PS5 on in March. I'm assuming it'll also be Series X also in March. Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grand Turismo Seven got a release date of also March. So March is a big uh, uh, month for Sony. Do you yeah. think Grand Turismo Seven actually comes out in March? Um. Yeah, I do. 
Yeah, but they might I'm literally, not I'm, have all I'm the like, content. I I feel like Grand Turismo is one of the ones that could get away with like keeping some content as DLC and keeping the date. I'm like right up. I'm right fifty fifty because I could also see them just delaying it. Like, wasn't the last one delayed forever? Most of the G- GT since like five have been delayed. Yeah, this one I don't like think heavily. has been delayed yet. Like. It's almost offensive that they wouldn't delay it. I, I think it only it's got a not my GT, right? Like it's it's pretty new and subconscious. Yeah. Uh, they showed off a game called I don't. I'm gonna say Chia. Yeah, I think that's right. Chia, um, which doesn't really look like anything that I can relate to. There's like some musical mini game stuff in there. You yeah, get to play a uh, ukulele. Looks nice. Looks cool. Yep. Uh, they showed off a pretty interesting trailer for Ghostwire, and I think this game looks so cool now. I don't understand what this game is still, really. Yep. Yep. It, it <laughs> okay. was. This was pretty much a, just a, like, here's a bunch of, like, cool shots of, like, dudes in masks saying creepy stuff while you're, like, disintegrating? I don't know. I thought, I thought for a bit during that, uh, trailer or whatever that it might have been in VR because there was one point where you shoot up the character shoots up to like a tower or something but okay. no it doesn't seem to be so I don't know what that game is yeah, I don't know what the something. game is I just think it looks cool and I just want to be a part of it I guess <laughs> I yeah uh, we got some more Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy a game I continue to forget is coming out like next month um, yep I do still think this game looks good. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. And then we got a Deathloop launch trailer, which comes out in five days. Um, And I understand this game is apparently extremely good. I am looking forward to this so much next week because I have plenty of free time uh, next week for games. So I'm excited to play it. I'm going to wait for a couple people to give their opinion on it. But yeah. And then a couple small things. They showed off more of a vampire blood hunt and there's some kind of radio head. That was experience weird. <laughs> happening. It am- amnesia exhibit exhibition. I mean, I'm in, I like radio head. Why not? <laughs> Let's okay. do whatever the hell this is. <laughs> there you go. Uh, pretty fun stream, pretty fast paced. Some yeah. like genuinely exciting stuff for sure. Um, on the smaller yep. scale and more personal to me, they announced Coffee Talk 2, which, hell yeah, as someone who is currently playing through Valhalla yet again, uh, I am here <laughs> to make more drinks and listen to people's problems. Yeah. Uh, last week, we announced, or not announced, talked about the announcement that Horizon Forbidden West is not doing a kind of free upgrade for people who buy it on PS4 to PS5. In fact, there was no upgrade path. Enough people complained. PlayStation announced uh, a change. They are now going to be doing a free upgrade. Uh. Uh, And they have said, moving forward, first-party exclusive cross-gen games will have a $10 upgrade option from PS4 to PS5. This applies to the next God of War and Gran Turismo 7. Okay. So a few things to take away from this. First off, it sounds like it'll be $10 cheaper if you buy a PS4 version of this game and get the free upgrade. Otherwise, you can spend full $70 and just buy it on PS5. I don't know why you would do that. Save yourself 10 bucks. Uh, Second thing, I do like that they are also announcing 
that there will be a upgrade path going forward because and originally Horizon Forbidden West had no upgrade path. If you bought it on PS4 and then thought to yourself, well, maybe I'll be getting a PS5 in a year. I would love to keep playing this better. You would have had to buy it separately. So I like that they are committing right. to you will now be able to upgrade your game to a better version for $10. Right. It's nice that the option that is to be just yelled at. I hate that they had to be yelled at to get that to happen, though. Yeah, I feel that's happened a few times this year. Remember the Vita store closing down that didn't close down? Yeah. And I think there was another thing even earlier on, which I can't remember what they did, but. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, that game still comes out in February. Yes. Speaking of upgrade paths around the same time, Ubisoft came out and said, hey, Far Cry 6, you don't have to pay to upgrade it. No additional right. cost. Thank okay. you. Uh, this is a bit of a cool thing. Uh, Lego and Nintendo announced, I think, like this morning, a, Ninten- oh, yeah. a Super Mario 64 block. Yeah. So it's a question mark but- block. It looks like it's almost a foot cubed. And the top unfolds and then three little dioramas of Mario 64 stages are in there. That's cool. It's cool. It that is looks cool. super cool. Especially yeah. when you compare it to the other Mario Lego stuff that looks bad. This looks really I mean, that, cool. The Lego Lego NES and TV were cool. And those like, ones are I, cool. I, I can do that. Yeah, but I'm just talking about like the, those like weird. Oh, Mario the actual looking... Lego Mario like game. Oh. Yeah, no, that's fair. Those things look yeah. w- really bad. <laughs> this looks cool, and the fact that it unfolds and stuff. There you go. Yep. Everyone can appreciate. Which also that. means it's, it's going the... to be two hundred dollars. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no announcement on price or anything like that. But if you like uh, Mario and Lego. Uh, and you want something that actually looks cool? Yeah, look at Super Mario sixty four. See, I saw, I just saw the block at first. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I wouldn't mind having that. And then when it unfolded, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you could probably pretty easily and cheaply buy what you need to make a Mario question mark block on your own. I have one in the corner. You can all, you can just barely see it on camera there. Okay, but it, but a new one got you excited still? Yeah. Well, that's not a Lego one. That's just a cardboard one. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. But yeah, no, a Lego one would be cool. Like the one that just popped out diorama like that. Neat. There you go. Um, and then some. here's some feel-good news for the, the uh, week. No Man's Sky's Steam reviews have switched over to mostly positive. Hey. Yeah, um, good for them. Sean Murray uh, kind of responded with this in saying, moving to mixed reviews took them nearly two years. Moving to mostly positive has taken the last three. They said each all time percentage point is exponentially harder. 69% to 70% took nearly 10,000 positive reviews. Wow. But as of right now, for the all time, they are mostly positive 70% of their 162,000 reviews. So good for them. Like, holy smokes. That game's completely different now, so completely yep. well-earned. All right, let's do some questions. If you would like to send questions in, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. This first one comes from Sukusuku that says, what is your preferred nomenclature for a magic user? So you seeing someone someone's doing some magic. What do you call them? Wizard or witch, depending on if they look uh, masculine or feminine. I think yeah. just 
I think mage. I'd go magician. Yeah, for me it's mage. Uh but wizard is funnier. So if I am cognizant of what I'm saying, I will go Math for magician. See, yes. I I feel like I, w- wizard is fun, but I I they have to be wearing a cloak or I just wouldn't say wizard. Gotcha. Oh, that's a that's a good point actually. Yeah, okay. That. You're right. It is a magician. Then, if somebody's just doing some magic, <laughs> I mean, like in like, real life, you're not going to say other yeah. anything other than magician, right? right? Yeah, that's a good point. Heretic. Oh, we call that a busker. Um, <laughs> yeah, heretic is good. I uh, yeah. Like, so what? What differentiates like a wizard from a mage in your mind, though? Does mage have to have like? sold their soul to a being for that like is that the actual definition i don't know what is a sage a really old long practicing magician with like a big beard no because wizards have big long beards yeah merlin was a wizard right i think i think a lot of them are pretty interchangeable is what we're actually learning here like wizards have to learn magic though and they use it from a book a sorcerer has innate magical ability in their body that they harness. Oh, kind of like I don't a know what a mage is in X Men. Yes. Okay. I don't know what a mage necessarily is, though. Did we already go over sorcerer? What a sorcerer is? Yeah, a sorcerer has innate, uh, just power that they harness from with from themselves. See, now I'm thinking of Yu Gi Oh, and we got Dark Magician, and he has a cloak. So I don't even know what sure. to believe. Oh. Sukasuka also writes, what's the craziest genre mashing you've seen? I once played a tactical RPG bullet hell. And who can forget Odama, the pinball strategy oh. game? Ugh. Odama. Yeah. Genre mashing. Odama's pretty high up there, to be honest. Yeah. I think Odama might be the highest one. Totally. It probably is. Uh, what's the uh, pinball Metroidvania from a few years back? Yoko's Island Express. Yoku, yeah. Yoku's Island. That's a, that's a really good one, for sure. Uh, I don't remember what the game was, but there was a bullet hell shmup that the ship was on like five lanes and you used a guitar controller to guitar hero oh controller to control it. I was going to yes. say, I remember, like, I think it's called Rock of the Dead, where Rock you had to, like, it was basically uh, House of the Dead, but you had to, like, play guitar riffs to get rid of the enemies. I think I have a yeah, 360 ty- copy of that game, yeah. Typing of the Dead is kind of the same thing, a typing sure. game. Yep. And last question from Sukasuku: Are there any video games you can only play sporadically for one reason or another? Yeah, every gotcha game. Mm. There's not much game there. Just from the stamina element from the game itself. Oh, yeah. Like literally the game stops you, but there's not much to do in many of them anyway for more than a couple minutes. I mean, if you're actually playing it, you're that's a fool. You got to put on that auto battle and that's how you can play so many at once. Like, come on, let's just that's how you that's a power user right there. Uh, My answer would be rock band. If I want to play the guitars, I have to move a shelf out of the way and get the guitars out from a box behind a shelf, which is why I okay. keep the drums always accessible. Because if I if I dismantle those drums, I would probably never play rock band. I would have to really want to put the drums back together. That's a good answer. Yeah. 
I would say like a cookie clicker style game simply because like I'll go heavy on those and I'll just get burnt out. So it's like I can only play yeah. for so long before I just start like the obsession questioning your out. life. Like never want to touch again. I do that all the time. That's not a big deal. All right. Okay. Silver Knight writes in. I just started a new remote job from nine to six, and it has taken away any impulse of playing video games since I don't want to continue staring at a screen after having done it all day. How would you handle this? There's a second part of the question, but. Uh, for me, it helps, even though I've got everything down here for gaming and that this is also my work zone. So it helps to have an area I can go to and just have things that can only be done there. Yeah, like that. I keep the PS5 upstairs just so it's like, OK, I can play new games there. That well, also because it won't fit in that room. Oh, no, it'll fit. It's huge, <laughs> but it'll fit. Yeah, I was just I was joking. Um, yeah, I'm kind of similar. I don't play a lot of computer games because I work at this computer and I, I want to get out of here and do stuff. So I play most of my games in the living room on the couch. It's kind of seeming like they might not have that scenario. Maybe maybe PC gaming is their primary thing. Yeah, that's trickier than in that case, though. But I do agree, like having to some way of like changing the environment. So like a switch, maybe you can lay on your bed and play the switch. And that's enough of a of a psychological shift. Uh, I find just following your instinct and not playing games for maybe a week or two. Watch movies, watch TV. You'll get back into it. Like maybe yeah, you'll you just get don't want to play games for a bit. You'll get the shakes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no changing environment for sure. I don't have that problem because I work in a completely different place. So when I come home, I don't have to. It feels different, even though it's not. Uh, second part. Also, I also feel I have no time anymore. How do you distribute in time to get enough sleep, spend time with your partner, be healthy, take care of yourself, have hobbies and still play games? Whenever I figure it out, I'll tell you. Yeah. The answer is you don't. You kind of everything suffers a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is why I want the the summer vacation as an adult, please. Totally. Yep. Um. Actually, I'm just to go to go back. The the one question, Fatal Destiny has a good example. Have a dedicated touch grass time after work. You know, get away from the computer. I think that's that's a, that was a big one for with like the pandemic for me is before like the gym opened up. My girlfriend and I we would go on walks after work like every day. Yeah. To get out sure. of the house, otherwise we would not be leaving the house. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Um, in terms of the figuring out like the time commitment. Yeah, it's it's definitely rough, especially when you first do it. I remember this was an issue like when I first went to college and then when I first got like a full time job. Um, yeah. At some point you you have to get used to it. And then and mm-hmm. then, you know, it might just be like you needing to like schedule things out like, hey, you know, maybe you say to your significant other like Wednesday nights, I'm going to make game nights like I just I need yep. a game night where I don't have to worry about entertaining you or making sure that, you know, yada, yada. So maybe you got to schedule some stuff out for a bit or something like that. Yeah. Um, But it's hard. I mean, taking care of yourself is the most important one, obviously. So you got to kind of prioritize that one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the remote job, at least you don't have to like commute. Cause I remember that took even more of my time up and, have the pandemic gave me a lot of remote uh, commuting time it, back so that it does sound like they kind of time. balance it out though it being a nine to six though so no but even so like you know i was that's pretty much what i was working but i still had an hour on top of each way on the train 
So it's, it was almost like I was out you know, I was out of the house for closer to 10 hours or so, as opposed to the eight or, or I guess it would be 11 to nine here. Play games on your lunch break. Play a bunch of gotcha games that will auto battle for you. Now you're now you're multitasking. Working for me. Spend all yeah. that money you've been earning, clearly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now you can buy the five star ones and get through that game faster. Hell yeah. Don't actually do this. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, though. You start making more money, but you lose out on the like free time. It's the inverse as a kid. So it's like now you can buy all the games you want, but you don't have any time to play them. This yeah. is the Twilight Zone where he wants he finally has time to read his books. But there was time, time now. now. Yeah, exactly. that's that's ex- <laughs> everyone. Exactly. Hello, TDP crew, says Phantom Ages. What is your favorite theme background on the 3DS and or the PS4? It could be either one you purchased or one you browse on the store online. Respect if you platinum Bloodborne and receive the special theme. Uh, my 3DS is the Space Harrier theme, which is a fantastic theme. And uh, PS4 is Wild Guns Reloaded. Which has a, which is a good theme song, so I like both of those. Uh, but oh man, there's some like there's like a weird CG skeleton one on oh, PS4. That is, that is the best one, like the tiki skeletons. Yeah, like that's dancing. the one. That's, that's the best the one. PS4 one. I think it costs like ninety nine cents or like a dollar ninety nine. It is infamous. <laughs> it is the best PS4 theme. Just some skeletons will come dancing in, and there's like tiki torches. <laughs> I love it. Um. I have that one and I have for a long time I was using the Tales of Berseria, Berseria one that just like came with the game because I didn't have one before that. Um, I don't really put themes on my stuff. I go with like the default. Yeah. My 3DS is still whatever the default one is. Wow. My 3DS is the Snake Eater theme because it plays that song and it's just kind of like a oh nice little. Oh my God. Little, I did not It's know just that. kind of a nice little background jazzy thing while I'm looking around games that i don't play anymore i guess yeah. i don't know otherwise yeah i'm with you i just usually say with defaults vgc kenny writes which would you be more willing to do call sonic 06 a good game or call mario odyssey a bad game sonic 06 a good game sonic 06 a good game i think i i'm the same what now i'm curious what made you pick that choice because I don't think Odyssey's I would, a bad game, but Sonic has Sonic 06 has fun parts to it. Because I would rather be positive about something terrible than negative about something good. Oh, that's a, that's nice. Look at that heartwarming answer. Yeah. Linebeck writes in with the state of retro gaming collecting is it, or with the wonderful state at retro gaming collecting is in right now how will this be affecting your endeavors this is for john i don't know what he's talking about yeah is so. there something specific happen yeah inflation uh, all the price all game prices are just skyrocketing up because people are like fixing the prices of it okay uh it fucking sucks <laughs> to be perfectly honest i hate it uh it's making finishing collections way harder and I absolutely despise it, and I wish it would not be the case, but I'm also not convinced that the prices will go back down. At least not completely. The problem is people will know that their games are worth money and people are willing to pay for it, 
So as a result, it'll always keep going up. And they're not making any more of these games for the most part, so they're going to keep going up. So unfortunately, it is kind of just stuck like this. So I'm trying to figure out a way to finish these collections off sooner rather than later. Got to find some old ladies that are selling their like son's thing. And don't know any better. Yep. Find, find a yard sale. Way. Oh, my son said I could sell his Nintendo. It's 25 cents. Got to scam them. That's how you got to do it. Yeah, you got to scam them. <laughs> Second question. What is your very earliest memory of encountering a glitch in a video game? Ha! Um... Mine's probably like Missing No. I had to have something before Missing No. I guess like trying to get an NES cartridge to work feels like a glitch. Yeah, mine is definitely when I found out that in some circumstances in Mario games, you can like make enemies despawn by sprite limitations and stuff. Not really necessarily a glitch, but you can kind of cheese that. Oh, no, I remember my favorite one from being a kid. I remember it now. Uh, the NES first Ninja Turtles game. I got okay. to the final boss finally. I started fighting Shredder. I beat him up, but for some reason he didn't land on the ground and die like he's supposed to. He jumped back up to where I was and kept punching me in the face nonstop doing a, a punch animation, but it wasn't doing damage, but it was also a cutscene, so I couldn't move anymore. So I was just stuck there at the end <laughs> of the game, getting punched in the face constantly, unable to do anything or see the real ending, which sucked. That's great. That's great. That's, that's pretty funny. I feel like John learned a valuable lesson that day, and he's now scarred with getting punched in the face over and over again forever. I mean, I'm not, I, I am not a fan of getting punched in the face. That, that is true. Yeah, true. Uh, final question from Lineback. Been wanting to try out some indie games. What's one you would recommend that isn't a Metroidvania, RPG, or roguelike? I have a list of about 30. Oh, do they make them. games that aren't those ones? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, Paul, what's your list? Let's go. Oh, I was waiting for you to give something. <laughs> well, I'll think of something. Well, I'm going to I'm going to critique your list. That's that's what I'm going to do. That's why I'm here. OK, in no particular order. Uh, I have Celeste, Shatter, VVVVVV, Death's Door, Shovel Knight. Yeah, it was. You're right. Papers, please. Hotline Miami. I put Limbo slash Inside because you might as well do both. It's kind of the same gameplay. Uh, Little Nightmares 1 and 2, Spiritfarer, uh, if you want something more first-person-y, uh, like sandboxy, but with a story, Subnautica and the Forest are good for that. There is no game, Wrong Dimension, Doki Doki Literature Club, the shit's free, uh, Terraria and Stardew Valley, I put on here if you want something a little chill, uh, To the Moon, if you want a heart-wrenching story, uh, I put Super Hot on here, uh, Cuphead, N Plus, and Super Meat Boy if you want hard platformers. Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night if you want something that's like uh, Metroidvania. That's a Metroidvania. Or, that's yeah, a Metroidvania. That's right. what they didn't want, though. Take that off your list. Okay, it's off. Kaze and the Wild Masks and Ukulele and the Impossible Lair for Donkey Kong Country type gameplay. 30XX for Mega Man type gameplay. Gone Home, What Remains of Edith Fitch and the Stanley Parable for uh, kind of like weird walking simulators is what i'll call those <laughs> i those are just like fantastic games i think that's what those are called that's i think that's all of them 
That's every game. That's every that's game. That's all the indie games that aren't one of those three. Um, Lonely Mountain There's Downhill. More that I didn't like. Firewatch was on there. I don't. I think those other three are better. Like, so it is curated. It's not just grabbing a list. Yep, those are all great games. I think I played almost all of them. I'd be surprised if you didn't. If there was one you didn't. Maybe like the forest or something. Oh, that that was the first games. one that came to mind. The forest. I don't think I played the forest. Uh, I have played Subnautica. I can't remember. I have to look at the list. Um, all right. There you go. Uh, me again, right? Last question comes yeah. us from Hebrew Lantern. Instead of strippers, what would you want to see coming out of giant birthday cakes? Money. Yeah. Just like my dad saying he's proud of me. <laughs> the unachievable. Okay. I, I All right. Didn't expect that direction. <laughs> Jesus. I was going to say like kittens or puppies. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. I, I'll change my answer to that one. Yeah. Uh, that's going to do for questions. If you want to send in a question next week, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What's your game of the week? Super Metroid. Psychonauts 2. I'm also going to give it to Psychonauts 2. Although the artful escapes real good, but there you go. Um, submission thread for October's TDP plus poll is now live. So if you're a, a top tier patron, you can go submit a game. And uh, we will have a poll set up for next week. Other than that, thanks everyone for listening, and we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.